0: Welcome to Becoming Unstuck, a safe place to help individuals find the tools they need to live the life they truly want. I am your host, Jordan Meyer, trauma and resiliency therapist. Remember to join me here each week where we talk about one topic and one tool that you can use to help you become the person you want to be. And on today's episode, we're talking about confidence. That is our theme of the week that we have prepped for and began all leading up to this podcast release is confidence and how we can be more confident in our daily lives. Now, if you follow the podcast, you'll know that I have a previous episode, few actually, one talks about how to be more confident and one talks about how to be more secure in who you are. So in that regard, today's podcast is going to be along the same lines but a little bit different in what we're talking about. And so in actuality, this podcast is really going to center more towards men, is more going to center more towards husbands, uh, or or individuals who feel as though that they are lacking in confidence in some way in their life now, as we're going to gear it towards that, that's just speaking in the manner of language, pronouns we use, how we speak about it 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 doesn't in any way mean that listening to this episode means you have to be male in some way that's it's far from the truth. Anybody could be listening to this podcast and relate it to their husband, their brother, their uncle, someone in their life that they think needs to hear this. So begin today's episode, we're going to talk about some myths and the realities that I think really perpetuate our society today that contribute to a lot of this. And then we're going to finish the episode in talking about five, excuse me, six things that we can do to be more confident in uh, masculinity or in the areas of our life in particular. So to start off with the myths in regards to confidence, Okay, the myth to start off with is that men are tough and strong. And the truth of it is that strength comes in many forms. Toughness is not always physical. That is a very stereotypical way of looking at strength in men, that they have its rough exterior, but possibly a soft center. Um, And strength comes in many forms, not always in a physical sense. Myth number two, men are not supposed to cry. Truth, everyone cries. Men have emotions the same as everybody else does. All humans do. And it's important to honor them and show them regardless of what that is. Where this comes in is that we feel as though somehow crying makes us weak, which is the next myth that we play a role in. Crying is a part of being human and takes more strength and vulnerability to actually show emotions and cry. And I think as a society, we're doing a great job of moving away from that, but there's still a perpetuating fact that exists in a lot of old school ways of thinking that crying is not okay, right? Myth, men are not natural caregivers. Truth. Truth. Men are naturally caring and enjoy being around their children. Now, not all men, right? Let's be straight about it, that there are some who are not, right? There are some who are a little more on the rough exterior part. And it's kind of a running joke uh, a little bit that men have to learn how to be fathers. Men have to learn how to be husbands because they're not inherently born with it. And this in some sense may be true, but this is a myth that perpetuates a lot of different areas. There are men out there who enjoy being fathers, who enjoy being dads, who enjoy being husbands, who really have a soft center that's naturally part of just who they are. Myth, I make the money, I make the rules. Wrong. Financially providing is not a blanket statement of power and control, okay? So for the men out there who want to be more confident, we're not talking about cockiness. We're not talking about patriarchy. We're not talking about uh, fear in respectful ways. We're talking about how to be more confident in yourself in regards to growing into a person that can be respected. Okay? So, some of these myths and truths that we've outlined are, are ones that really go through uh, society and a general way of thinking, and we really want to change them because I feel that there are two spectrums in the way that men are looked at, how you can ping pong from these spectrums. I think that on the far end of one spectrum, we have this very, very stereotypical, tough, emotionless, non-empathetic male that cannot connect and fails to meet the needs of those around them. And then on the exact opposite end of the spectrum, we have a male who is not driven, who's not excited, who's boring, who cannot lot a fire in their spouse, who has no drive, who can't make decisions, and they're not really uh leaning into or growing their masculinity in a way that society would have and, and i think this is where it gets difficult is there's a really big cultural war right now between men being the enemy in every sense and masculinity being the enemy and then in the other regard you have a whole other side of men who feel as though that they're not man enough that they can't find people to date, that the spouses that they're with feel like they're not rising to the occasion and they want someone to light their fire a little bit more. So for men in today's society, this is an impossible line to, to find. This is an impossible role to have to figure out where you fall in the process and somehow please everybody in whatever it is that they're looking for. Either you're too manly or you're not manly enough. And so it, it's really confusing a lot of the times on how you actually fall into that role. So in order to do that, this podcast is going to talk about six things that you can do to help lean into this, wherever you feel like you are on the spectrum, we're going to find that middle ground that we can connect to. So number one, learn to connect emotionally. Now for some men, this is really difficult, right? This is really hard. You are not taught growing up how to have emotions, how to share emotions, how to talk about emotions. And so you may find yourself in the situation where you're telling You're being told that you need to be more emotionally and connect in that way. Now, emotions, they're a natural part of life. And being able to be vulnerable and intimate is not a weakness. Learning to connect emotionally will help increase the relationships in your life and build deeper emotional bonds and bring more happiness into your life and the lives of others. Learning to connect emotionally is number one because it's the foundational principle to everything that follows. Now, on the reverse side, right? We have, in one sense, a a male who cannot connect emotionally and needs to be in touch. And then on the other side, we have men that are too in touch with their emotions and are told that they need to toughen up and they need to not be so emotional in some way, that they're more on the feminine side of emotions and how they feel them. And either way, we need to find this middle ground, right? We need to engage in what we call emotional regulation and learning how to regulate the emotions that we feel, whether that be too much or too little, to find the middle ground to meet those needs in our life. Number two, be a man worth respecting. Being a financial provider of a family is one area of stability and support. So if we're looking at the two spectrums of the sides again right in one sense we have a male figure masculinity uh cockiness confidence, overexertion, the shiny penny, we'll call them, right? I heard someone use that term lately. I really liked it. So shout out to you. If you're listening and you gave me that term, you know who you are. So we'll call them the shiny penny. They're the one that people look at as they have it all together. The businessman in New York with the suit and the fancy haircut and the confidence and the swag that they got. And they're just exerting this, but they're also a jerk, right? They also treat people very disrespectfully because they feel in some sense that they're better or above than somebody. And that's not true, right? Being a financial provider or the man is one area of stability, okay? Aside from financial, there's emotional, there's mental, there's spiritual, there's social, there's sexual. We need to learn how to provide support and care in all areas of life, not just the one. Great men show love. Compassion and invite respect by the way that they treat others and their family. Your family should know the best of you, not the worst of you. Being a patriarch is not permission to be a dictator. Being a priesthood holder in no way gives you permission that you are more or better than, than your spouse. You have to admit when you're wrong and be willing to grow and be better. Now, As we refer to this spectrum again, on one side, we have this overexertion of masculinity and dominance and patriarchy. And on the other side, we have the opposite, not taking charge, not making decisions, not wearing the pants, feeling as though that in some way you're inferior, right? And in this sense, we want to learn how to lean into that side of us. We want to learn how to lean into being able to make choices, to make decisions, to be a leader in a sense, to be the one that people look to, and it starts by believing that you're worthy of that place and that you can step into that role and have those characteristics and attributes, okay? Number three, learn to listen. Sometimes the best thing that you can do is listen. Not every problem has to be fixed, nor is it your responsibility to fix it. Learn to see the needs of those in your life. Learn to see the needs of your wife, comfort your children who've had a bad day at school and know how to connect emotionally going back to number one so again spectrum on one side we need to learn how to listen how to calm ourselves down how to drop the ego how to connect and pay attention on the other end of the spectrum learn to listen listen to yourself learn that it's okay that you have needs that you have feelings that you have stuff come up Step into that role of being able to be the one to listen. Be the one to step in and say, hey, what's going on? What can I do to help? How do I help it? Rather than taking the avoidant way and stepping back and not choosing to do anything, right? There's a balance in both sides. Number four, choose to be a part of life. Being present in the lives of your family is a choice. Choose to pay attention to the subtle clues, hints, and gestures from your wife and your children that what they need and how to provide that. Listen to their stories, validate their emotions, encourage their growth and self-esteem. Always be at work or on the phone out with a buddy causes you to miss the joy that comes from small moments of life that make it worthwhile. Now, in no way am I saying that you cannot have social relationships outside of your family. Social relationships are very important to have and they matter to us. What I'm saying is don't replace your family with friends and having fun. That is, I believe, a role and a characteristic that you have to learn how to step into as a husband and a father is knowing when to have fun, when to go out, and when it's appropriate to stay home and to help and to notice. That when you come home at the end of the day and your wife is exhausted and tired and overwhelmed and you say, hey, sorry, you're feeling the way you are. I'm going to hang out with the dudes. No, learn to cancel with your friends and say, hey, you know what? Tonight is not going to be a good night. I know we planned it, but my wife and my kids need me. I'm going to stay home, right? This is what it means to step into the role of being that husband on that opposite end of the spectrum. Now, choosing to be a part of life on the other side of the spectrum where we want to rise to the occasion of who we are and what we want to grow into, okay? It is the same thing in the opposite direction in regards to that you want to step into being the one to validate, being the one to check in with emotions, being the one to listen to the stories. In one sense, you need to learn how to check into life. On the same sense, you're learning how to check in except not from an avoidant way. You want to pay attention. You want to be the center of attention. You want to be the one people go to right? You need to grow into that role the same way. One comes from an over-anxious check-it mentality. One comes from a time to rise to the occasion and be that person mentality, right? So number five, choose to be more. It's sadly become common for men to let their wives down and to not be present in some sense, right? Putting your family first and your wife first is a choice. Choosing to be more than what the stereotypical idea of what men are. Um, and playing that role can be really easy sometimes. Excuses of that's just how men are. And they feed into the idea of being a disappointment. Or men are just emotionally disconnected and so that's how I'm going to be. Men don't usually help around the house. That's not the role I play. Um, there's man's work and women's work. These are myths and stereotypes of what a man is and how he should act that we really need to break in today's society, and it starts with a mindset shift. It starts with believing that the role that you play is who you choose to be, regardless of what side of the spectrum you fall onto. If you're one who needs to learn how to tame his masculinity, then do so. If you're one who needs to learn how to tap into his masculinity, then do so. Either way, we need to find a way to find that middle and common ground to becoming that person we're trying to be, right? These stereotypes don't have to define us, and it's about time that we break free from whatever these are in that sense of it. Now, I realize that there is a cultural war in understanding of masculinity, and in one sense, As we spoke to earlier in this podcast, it's somehow seemingly impossible to find that middle ground. You can't please everybody. So what I will tell you to do, please the person that matters most to you. Please the person that is wanting you to be them and for them in their life and be that person. Learn to define that role for you of who that is to meet the needs of those in your life. I don't care how many voices are outside of your life telling you how to be and who to be, refer to the person that you want most in your life and talk to them ask them what they would want. Do they need you to learn to be more emotional or do they need you to learn how to not be so emotional? Do they need you to learn how to listen and be there and curb your masculinity a little more? Or do they need you to rise into that masculinity? Make the decision about where to go to dinner. Make the decision about other things in life and actually rise into that person, right? That leader, that role figure. Now, the last one we're going to talk about in today's episode is know the hierarchy. Now, this one for me is particular. This is a personal story. I remember at 12 years old sitting down and having a conversation with my dad, and my dad explained to me in this way this hierarchy, and I have never forgotten it. This has been the mantra and the theme that I have used through my entire life, and it has never led me wrong. And in that regard, I express extreme gratitude and thankfulness in every way possible to my dad, who taught me this and walked me through this. And I share it with you so that you have it too. This is the hierarchy. To men and young men who are growing up, this is the hierarchy that you will follow for women and respect in your life. Now, when you're a young adult and you're a teen, the number one person in your life is your mom you listen to her, you respect her, you meet her needs, and you talk to her. She is the number one woman. Second is your sisters, if you have them. Same thing. You meet their needs, you talk to them, you validate them, your mom, your sister, and third is your girlfriend. I see too many kids nowadays in youth and in teens that their girlfriend is number one, they don't care about their sisters, and they gratefully disrespect their moms. If we change this, We change the way that we shift society. We change the way we treat women. We change the way we treat ourselves and think of ourselves. So if you're a young adult or a teen, this is a hierarchy. Mom, sisters, girlfriend. Now when you get married and you become a husband, this changes. Number one is your wife. Then it's your mom. Then it's your sisters. Right? When you're married and a husband and a father, first it's your wife. Then it's your daughters. Then it's your mom. Then it's your sisters. If we follow this hierarchy, we always give respect to the women in our lives that matter most. We show them who we are. We don't lead by fear. We don't lead by rule. We lead by love. We lead by respect. We lead by honesty. And we lead by integrity. This is what it means to step into masculinity. I, there's a term going around, toxic masculinity, and I understand the premise of it. I work with a number of people who also believe it. Me personally, I hate the term. Absolutely hate it. I do not believe that there is such a thing as toxic masculinity. I believe that there are men who were not taught properly how to be a man. I believe that they lead by fear. I believe that they lead by ego, but they can learn to change in a positive way, okay? I firmly believe that if men decide to be better men in whatever sense of the word that is and means to you, we will help the world be a better place. There is much truth to the phrase that you will find what you're looking for in this world. While there is a lot of need to change, it is equally important to recognize that those are working to be better that there are men out there who are trying to be better and emulate the good characteristics and grow into the man that they want to be for themselves for their spouses and for their families so if you're one of those please take these things use it in your life if you want to reach out to me live in a salt lake utah area please reach out come work with me one-on-one i will help you find that person to grow into that person you want to be if you're listening to this and it's someone in your life that you think can use this share it with it send it to them say hey i found this a great thing i heard you talking about it earlier take a look see what you think so appreciate everybody being here i will see you next week Thank you for listening. As always, if you'd enjoyed today's episode, please share with your friends and family and join me here next week. If you happen to live in the Utah Salt Lake area, please reach out for help if needed. You can find me on Instagram at jordanmeyer.cmhc. Follow me on Facebook. And remember, you can find this episode and future episodes on any podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and I will see y'all next week.